0: welcome to black girl news the podcast a podcast that shares the stories of black women to the masses and now your host leah gordon hello beautiful ladies this is Marsha, and welcome to officially marsha talks did you know that we've been talking about like why we need to be so spiritually disciplined? But guess what? I brought in a special guest and we're talking about the ugly part of being disciplined. And this handsome man is joining me this week. And we are talking about the ugly part of discipline, the ugly part of discipline. So just remember without spiritual disciplines in our life Mm -hmm. or what you may call lack of self-control, we open up doors for curses, which the Bible shows throughout the whole Bible. Mm -hmm. So join me this week with my handsome guest as he breaks down why being so disciplined in our Mm -hmm. lives is very important while we grow immature.
1: A woman and her son were shot by the woman's ex-husband on Sunday following an argument over electricity. People confirm Marcia E. Banks Williams and her son Robert were found deceased Sunday evening in a Florida home. A statement from the county sheriff's office alleges that Michael D. Williams called 911 at 8 p.m. stating he just shot his ex-wife and her son in self-defense.
0: I had my weapon on me, and while they were attacking me, I had to basically, I had to, I I, basically shot him. You shot him? Yes, I shot him and his mother.
1: Marsha was 48 years old and lived in Florida. According to her Facebook, she studied organizational leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University. Marsha was described by family and friends as loving, nurturing, and caring. She was devoted to helping others and strive to be a service to people. Marsha was a sweet soul who loved God. She went by the quote, make a positive impact as you grow to the next level. Marsha was a woman that wore many hats. According to her Facebook, she worked as a life coach and an administrative supervisor at Orlando's Facilities Management Company, LLC. She also had a podcast called Marsha Talks. She had many segments on mental health, family, God, and love.
0: Hello, beautiful ladies. Matthew five sixteen says, let your light shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your father, which is in heaven. This season on Officially Marsha Talks, we want our light to shine so bright. So guess what? We are going to deal with every hurt, every emotional hurt, every anger issue. We are going to deal with it in this season. And if you do not tune in, you will not be able to get what God is trying to do for you in this season. He wants to heal. He wants to deliver. He wants to set you free. So guess what? Join me on Life Network for Women as we heal together in Jesus
1: Christ. See you then. During Marsha's downtime, she enjoyed spending time with her friends, family, and grandchildren. Marsha had a 28-year-old son named Robert Adams, who was the father of two small children. Robert also enjoyed going to church like his mother. Marsha was currently in a transitioning phase. She had recently divorced from her ex-husband, Michael Williams, in June this year after 10 years of marriage. 47-year-old Michael Williams was also from Florida. He was a motivational speaker who ran the Kingdom Citizen.
2: Hello kingdom citizens this is once again Michael D Williams kingdom citizen kingdom and the kingdom of God I am who God has called me to be and I'm here with simply a reminder a reminder of who God called you to be he says that you are conquering king that you are kings and priests that you are royal priesthood and a holy nation Romans 8 and 28 says, for we know, for we know, the Apostle Paul says, that all things work together for the good of them who love the Lord, for them who are called according to his purpose, according to God's purpose. Understand, good things or bad things, sometimes you don't know if those things are good or bad or indifferent, you're not sure. But it does not matter because God says all those things are going to work together for
1: your good. Michael also shared a podcast and a YouTube channel with Marsha. Why do you act
0: like you don't want to do this with me?
2: This is not well, right. I, I, I want to do it with you. Oh,
3: that's not what I'm
0: talking about.
2: Jeez!
3: Man. Does
0: it always have to come to that? Just answer me one question: Why in the world that if we're in the middle of a conversation, why does it always trail over to that? To that?
2: What is that?
0: You didn't hear what you just said. What is that? How we like to do it together.
2: Okay, you would not like to do things together.
0: That's not what you were talking about.
2: (laughs) I mean, we're married now. That's not the (laughs) point. That's not what I'm talking about.
0: We're trying to complete this task. We can't even get ready to do a taping because Mm -hmm. you're talking about that. Can we stay focused? Jeez. Okay. So let's try to get this taping right, okay? Okay. Just do it. Okay, Okay. so come on. Let's go. What are we going to talk about? You're messing up my hair. Oh, no. Look at this. Now it's got all the static 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 electricity in my... I didn't say no electricity. <laughs> oh, my gosh, man. You're so <laughs> random.
2: <Can't> electricity.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can electricity. serious, man. Come on. Let's do this. And although the two were divorced, they were still in the same space. Michael was allowed to stay in the couple's house until Marsha was able to sell the house and could split the profits. However, police have been called five times this year to the home where they both lived. According to reports, the two both had called officers to document verbal arguments about the property and living arrangements, but deputies said there were no allegations of domestic violence or any threats at that time. Unfortunately, the arguments at the home never stopped. And on September 18, 2022, police reported there was another disturbance at the home, but this time it escalated.
2: Just hours before the
1: shooting, Marsha also called the sheriff's office for advice. She told them Michael had turned off all of the power and put lock boxes on the electricity box and front door.
0: I just want it on record that he made an he didn't physically do anything other than lock us out of the house but it was an implied threat, and I just want it on record.
1: According to reports, Michael told police he had shut off power to the house, locked the electrical panel, and left. When he returned home, he discovered the lock had been cut and replaced, and the power on the house had been restored. That's what allegedly led to the argument between Michael and Marcia that escalated quickly. Michael allegedly told detectives that he had been attacked by the two victims. He said that he was held down and punched repeatedly. However, officers noted Michael did not appear to have any injuries other than some superficial scratches. Michael had called 911 just before 8 p.m. stating that he shot the victims in self-defense.
0: I had my weapon on me. They were attacking me. I Basically, I shot him. You shot him? Yes, I saw him and his mother.
1: When deputies responded to the home, they found Michael sitting in a vehicle parked in the driveway where he surrendered.
3: Keep backing forward with your back to us towards the sound of my voice. Keep your hands up above your head. Back Keep backing forward. Keep backing up. Stop. Get on your knees. Put your hands on top of your head. Drop the phone to the ground. Cross your feet behind you. I'm gonna step up with her.
2: Do not move. Clear. Vehicle clear. Buddy,
3: mm-hmm. any extra 14? What do we got coming in this
2: house? You go
3: One in the house, two kids. Children are five and six.
1: Inside, police found Marcia and her son Robert deceased. Police also found Robert's two unharmed children, ages five and six, who were visiting their dad from Tallahassee and may have seen the violence unfold.
3: Michael and Marcia were married for about 10 years, they have no children in common. And Michael gave us a story that. He was attacked by Marcia and Robert. And this stemmed from an argument that occurred over the past couple days about the electricity in the house. Michael was upset that he felt that they were leaving the lights on in the house. And he went and put a lock on the box outside of the house to which Marcia and her son cut. So he became upset and that started this argument which ultimately resulted in uh, these two people being shot. We have been out there about five times this year for uh, fights or arguments between these two, none of which were physical. We did not make any arrests during those, those incidents. Um, I do want to send my condolences out to the family of these two victims. This was a senseless um, murder, and I'll let this picture speak for itself. And we'll release this today. He claims that he was violently attacked by these two. Now, I don't see anything on this guy. Now, I wasn't out there last night, um, but We'll release this picture as well. This does not look like a violent attack to me that warrants being shot multiple times.
1: 47-year-old Michael Williams is now being held without bond after being charged with two counts of first-degree murder. Police also revealed that Michael did have a criminal history that included charges of DV, battery on a law enforcement officer, and child abuse, but he was not convicted on any of those charges.
3: This is absolutely senseless. This was an argument over electricity. You have been arrested in this case for two offenses, of first-degree murder uh, with premeditation.
1: Currently, he has not entered a plea and there is no attorney on record who could speak on his behalf. Today, friends and family of the victims are in complete disbelief about this tragedy. Marsha's last post that's being reshared to thousands Is her preparing for her birthday. This story is completely devastating. I will continue to keep her and her son, especially his children, in my thoughts and prayers at this time. Let's please respect the victims and the family in the comments. Thank you guys so much for watching. Love you guys. And with that being said, don't forget to check on your loved one.
2: Good morning. How are you? I wanted to wish you all a great day, but I wanted you to take this thought with you as you're going to work today. Um, who influences you when you get up in the morning time? Is it money? Is it your family? Is it um, your situation? Is it oppression? Is it What influences you to get up out of your bed every single morning? I know I would love to just roll over and just go to bed and not wake up, but, um, reality, what is influencing you today? If, if Christ is not at your, um, forefront in the daytime, you have not laid down the principle of first fruits, meaning that whatever you give to first in the morning, that's what's going to influence you for the rest of the day. I wanted to encourage you that as you get up and you go about your day today, and even though you already started, Why don't you make plans for tomorrow to put him first and let him govern the rest of your day? The principle of first fruit is always taught by our pastor. And I love the fact that she teaches the principle of first fruit. First first fruit is not just at the beginning of the year, beginning of the Hebrew calendar. To me, first fruits starts 24 hours every day is a first fruit for me. What is your first fruit today? Who are you giving your first fruits to? And um, I believe it should always be a lifestyle because we have 24 hours to do everything. We have 24 hours to make it right. We have 24 hours to line up our lives. What is your first fruit today and who is influencing you as you go through your 24 hours? I love talking with you all and I pray this blesses you and I pray that tomorrow morning your first fruit will be Jesus Christ and the price that he paid on the cross.